Hello, this is Jenny Bell from Clarington, Ohio, and I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how you doing? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what?! Eight I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We do Barbecue Central Show type things here on the show, which is report live, local, and late breaking news as it's happening, of course. We also talk about other live fire activities and nonsense tomfoolery. Still to come on this show, Rusty Monson from Salt City Barbecue. We're going to be talking about the first 90 or so days in the barbecue vending trailer business. If I'm saying that correctly. Barbecue. Uh, Rusty has a barbecue business out of a trailer that he's been running for 90 days or so. And we get an update from there. The first segment that we did with Rusty. We did the run-up to open. So we'll get the live, local, and late-breaking news from Rusty. And then, after Rusty, David Leans from Do Wellness will be joining us on the show and we'll be talking to him about a couple topics, not the least of which is what? How to not be so fat anymore in 2022. He's going to help you a, get lean and mean. Two, B, be there for you mentally to help you achieve those fitness goals. And C, show you how you can still eat live fire cooked food and still be healthy. I mean, look at me. I'm trim. I'm lean. I'm mean. I'm still cooking steaks and pork butts and ribs. I'm eating. I'm doing it all right. But if I got off my game, I would probably want to call somebody like David McDowell and say, hey, I need some help. He's going to help us. He's going to do it. All right, don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and the Snappers slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for a video feed. Also on YouTube slash RD Rempy, where there does appear to be quite a active chat role going as well. I see that. On my little situation here off to the left-hand side, even if I don't react to you, I'm seeing it all happen. Even from Facebook, it's coming in, and I especially can't react to that on Facebook. Also, you can listen on the Clubhouse app audibly if you would like. For instance, a friend of show, Rush Trader, is in right now. Look at Brian. And lastly, you can get an ad-free podcast feed through Patreon which is patreon.com slash Show, or through Apple Podcasts. If you use Apple Podcasts, you can do that right in the show on the no ad subscription banner or whatever the hell you call it. Or just get the podcast the way you've always gotten for the last whenever. 15 years? I've been doing it 15 years? Uh-oh. We're getting close, I can tell you that. February 8th of next year is an anniversary date. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, this coming Friday, episode 205, taking you back to January 29th, 2016. One of the most popular recurring topics over the past five years, six years, maybe seven years or longer has been what? Dry aging steak at home. And I just think that the topic of dry aging captures interest. You bring up dry aging, people are inherently like, oh, what do we know? Does it smell like cheese? Is it funky? It's got mold on it. I'm not going to eat that. How do I do that? Everybody loves talking about dry aging. Back in 2016, however, I had some guy by the name of Frank Rizzo. Frank Rizzo! On the show. The creator of something called the Steak Ager. Does anybody remember that? I'm sure John Solberg remembers that. 
But does anybody else remember the steak ager? This was a unit that takes all the guesswork out of doing any dry aging at home, does it in a safe environment, which is what one of the biggest concerns for most folks who are dry aging at home or at least thinking about dry aging at home, which is doing it safely. A lot of folks will do some type of dry aging in their own refrigerator at home. That is really looked down upon because the meat can pick up all sorts of other refrigerator flavors and smells. So you want to have your own independent dry aging unit, and the Steak Ager does allow you to do that. There's other products out there now, but Steak Ager is one of those first original ones. So if you're interested in hearing more about it, be sure to check it out on Friday in the best of version. And yes, by the way, it is a company that is still in business. In fact, as I just mentioned, there are a few other dry aging home manufacturers available for potential purchase for you nowadays. So if that's something that you want to get in. Also, I might push you over to JessPriles.com and then search dry aging. She did an incredibly lengthy, in-depth article about dry aging and the safety of it and what you need to have to be successful and what's good and what's bad and all that. So I would recommend going and reading that document as well. And then if you're going to do it right, spend the money. Don't be typical American and go, I want the best. I don't want to pay for it. Sometimes you got to bone out. What do we say in barbecue? What's the number one saying that we say? I'll wait. Go ahead. What's that you say? You got it. Buy the best and only cry once. Words to live by. In life in general, pretty much. Don't buy the dry aging bags. You know who uses dry aging bags? Bags use dry aging bags. Don't do that. Get a real standalone unit that will give you real dry aging results safely, effectively. But remember, you have to buy the subprimes and then what do you have to do with dry aging? You got to wait. Who wants to do that? A minimum of 28 days. And I would say at least 45, at least if I had my own dry ager at home, my subprimals would be going in for 60 days minimum. That's two months from when you start. That's a long time to wait. So if you're going to do it, hurry up because the, every day you wait to start dry aging is another day longer. You got to wait for that shit to get dry aged. Don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or segment again that has been on this show and perhaps lost in the archives, email John Solberg. And let them know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at the bbqcentralshow.com. Any details that you can give him specifically will make his job easier in bringing something to you. But what can I tell you? John Dawson weighing in on the dry age bit. Just buy it dry aged. Of course. But John, you know Americans. We love to do shit on our own. We love to brew our own beer in the basement. We love to go out into the woods and distillate our own distillations, a.k.a. liquor. We love to fix our own cars at home. We love to cook at home. We're going to dry age at home. Everybody wants to do stuff at home. We're going to beat our kids at home. You can pay to have somebody do that. Oh, no, we want to do that. That's a joke. Well, folks, I am happy to report to you before we get to Rusty Mont that crisis has been averted over the Thanksgiving week. Whew! Saturday night, my parents were up from Florida, took us out to a fine seafood restaurant on the west side of Cleveland because, as we all know, if you're from Cleveland, the west side is the best side. <laughs> To a Pier W around 5.30 that evening. I let our cat Chewy out. He's a 50-50 cat. Perhaps he's even more 70-30. 70% outdoors, 30% inside. Inside mostly for sleeping during the day and eating. And then he's back outside. Saturday evening came and went. 
Sunday all day and night came and went. No Chewy. Uh-oh. Well, it's snowing. It's also cold. All the girls were home from college, plus the one that just is here from high school. Freaking out starts to occur. Where's Chewy? Who let him out? Blame looks like it might start getting placed around here on me because I let him out. But why wouldn't I? I've let him out many times. And then my wife said, hey, well, by the way, I did a huge grid search in the pond area across the street thinking I was going to be finding a dead cat. Thinking I was going to be finding a dead cat. Then I would be down to three cats heading in the right direction. And I had given up hope. Figuring at some point, either a hawk took it or a boar ate it. And Bobby was relentless. Where's my cat? My wife said, just go start dragging the Facebook lost your pet forums. Five minutes later, she's like, I found Chewy. Found you. This lady's got him. I got in touch with the lady. We verified, cross-checked, and double whatevered. Made the five-minute trip down the road. And wouldn't you know, alive and well. And no, that's not the cast that pisses over everything. I mean, what's the difference? But thank goodness we found him alive. So happy. So happy. All right. Rusty Monson is geared up for another tremendous segment as I'm backing him up from last week. Before we get to him, I'll talk to you about Yukon Glory and the Yukon Glory Grill and Serve set. An absolute revolution when it comes to the landscape of grilling baskets because I've always hated two things about using grilling baskets during my cook. One, I have to wear some kind of heat-resistant glove to take the things off the cooker because they're hot. Number two, it gets grease and oil all over my table or my counter or wherever I put it when I set it down to serve. Being someone who's known as a bit of a clean freak, it's not something I can really get down with. So what's a live fire cook to do? Enter a great product from Yukon Glory called the Grill and Serve Set. Patented design fixes everything. The set includes three stainless steel grill baskets, which are moved by a clip-on handle that seamlessly grips from the interior of the basket for easy lifting and dropping. The set also has a large custom-fitted stainless steel serving tray to catch any drips and allows for a beautiful table presentation. But perhaps in my case, more importantly, gives you a clean table when everybody's done eating. Thank you, Yukon Glory. Now, what should you cook on them and where can you get them? Glad you asked both questions. First things first, perfect for veggies, seafood, wings, do you eat tacos? You can do them. Meats of all types. If you can think of it, you can cook on the grill and serve set with it. As far as where you can buy it, the normal haunts online. Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target. I recommend going to yukonglory.com, the exact website where they're made. Because you can get a 10% discount when you shop there. Use code 10CENTRAL, 10CENTRAL, all together. 10CENTRAL gets you 10% off every order when you go there. Do your holiday shopping right now. Happy Hanukkah to all of my Jewish friends. Get over to yukonglory.com and get 10% off all of your Hanukkah ordering for all of your live fire friends. Do it right now. Follow them on the Facebooks and on the Instagrams at yukonglory. We're back with Rusty Monson right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories to complete the Pit Barrel cooking experience. Whether you're a beginner or professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com or t- and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. John Dawson, as always, getting into it with other chat members. My point wasn't about ability. It was about the tools, time, and pain in the ass involved. 
Do you change your own motor oil? I did, but now I pay people to handle things that I'd rather not. John, I agree. And also, 100% of things I would rather not do is 100% of things. I'm not going to change my own oil, could I? Maybe. But I don't want to fuck it up, so I pay somebody to do that. Do I know how to change a light bulb? Maybe. But I don't want to fuck it up, so I pay somebody to do that. Maybe I'm kidding about that. Anyway, let's go ahead and race to the hotline where friend of show, Utah embedded correspondent, and pitmaster of Salt City Barbecue joins me on the show, Rusty Monson. Hey, Rusty. Hey, what's going on, man? Well, I'm certainly happy to have you aboard here for first interview segment in the second hour. Typically, we find you here with a cast of other ne'er-do-wells talking about what's happening in the live fire industry, but tonight we return to what is a quarterly-ish visit on Rusty's barbecue vending trailer experience. Last time, we talked about the run-up, everything that you had to get in order to go to business, the ordering of meat, the costing, things that perhaps people don't even take into consideration, which leaves them many hurdles behind success. So hopefully we've given them a good runway to launch. But now we're any number of months into it. So looking back, uh, or uh, perhaps in the first conversation, as I mentioned, we talk about a lot of where to get to open. So tonight, let's talk about booking dates and events and other gigs. Once you really are ready to go, how do you do it? How do you leverage your warm contacts? How do you cold call? and drum up these initial selling dates to get you off and running in a positive direction. Well, you know, that was one thing I was really worried about. In fact, that was the reason I almost took a partner on because I was so worried about the logistics of it all and getting people to, you know, getting venues, getting into places, getting catering gigs and stuff like that. Because when you look at the scenario, like so many, so many like states and cities maybe 10 years ago had 10, 20 barbecue or I'm sorry, food trucks. And now there's 150 to 200 in these big cities. And so it's a little bit scary. You're thinking I'm starting a food truck. I'm competing with all these people. I'm not going to get anywhere. I'm going to have to beg, borrow and steal to get into these venues and to get to these good parking spots. Turns out if you're not in a big city like New York, LA, Atlanta, and all those stuff, and you're like in a city like Salt Lake city, it is so easy that I have never had to book a single thing by reaching out to anyone. They call me all the time hmm. and it's one of the easiest things for me to do. I know that in Minneapolis and things like that, who have a really budding food truck scene right now, it's about parking and it's about who gets there first. It's the same in New York city. Those guys are even worse. They have to spend the night in their truck overnight to get a parking spot. So they'll have to park there sleep in the truck yes. and wake up prep and get ready to go. So, but for us, we're very fortunate um, in this town because there are a lot of food trucks, but man, I'll get, I'm surprised I didn't get like four calls today. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? It's it, there's a lot. So it's not hard. That part's not hard. Is your visibility because people know you around the area or did you go on a website and post Salt City Barbecues, barbecue vending and you're just available and these people would scour those websites and say, what kind of a scene do we want to have today? Or we want to have a bunch of, or we want to have an eclectic bunch of different food trucks and trailers. How are they finding you? Well, we did sign up and a lot of people have this in their towns, but we have a food truck league here. So what we do is we, it's simple to sign up to, for most of them. You'll sign up. Sometimes you have to actually audition for them and your food actually has to be good for them to allow you to come into their league or into their beer garden. But um, for us, we were able just to sign up. They take 10% off uh, all of your sales, and that's kind of their payment. But they hook you up with lunches at certain businesses. They have their own hub, which they have several trucks that surround this little area where you can go sit down and eat and get and go to the bathroom and sit down and outside, inside, whatever you want to do. And they set you up with those. Um, but for us, it was good to be on there. Because it's a good place for people to go if they want to uh, get a certain kind of food because all the food trucks are in one place. So instead of Google searching it, they can go to the Food Truck League and go through all the list of food trucks. And that's how I actually got some pretty big accounts like the USANA account. Uh, USANA is a big 
uh, outside concert venue here, like the food mm-hmm. fighters, food fighters play kiss stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was very helpful is to be there, but, uh, but posting on uh, social media is the number one way to go and people just get to know you. And then, um, I had a foot up because of my competition background, but, um, it's really about just getting your name out there, letting people know you're there, what you do and, uh, just allowing kind of everyone to come to you really. But you know, that's, it's actually not too bad. I have a here. whole digital hospitality question to ask you here in a second, but just tying a bow up here and into getting your name out there as you show up to these venues, the first time, is it a quick gauge on your part to say, well, maybe today was a crappy day, but there's a vibe here where if it was just a little bit sunnier or the weather was just a little bit better, or if there was something going on a little bit cooler down the street, you would see a, a much better return for setting up and you would mark that one down as a place to go again versus somewhere where you can go and say, today's a loser. And I know every other time I'm going to get here is going to be a loser. Is it easy to tell what can be good and bad? Um, yeah, some of them you just know because you park out in the middle of their business and regardless of what it is, it's just kind of slow. You never really know. So we kind of take what we can get right now, but it's like barbecue. You want to take a, you know, you want to write down how you cooked your meat and how it turned out. It's the same thing. We write down where we went, how much we sold, how many people showed up, uh, you know, and so we know if we ever go back what to cook. And we do take into consideration the weather, which in Utah, as you know, it snows. It snows there in Cleveland. So you have to be able to know, you know, and you can't just judge it based off of one, you know, snowy day and no one came, you know, because in the summertime, it might be a really good spot. That's that's the hardest part about it, man is just knowing um, all those elements and preparing for it and trying not to overcook, but not undercooking and uh, just keeping tabs on stuff and try and go back to the same spots if you can that work well and just kind of vetting those things. That's kind of the challenge right now. So I think that's where my biggest trying to get my head around this stuff. When When somebody asked me, well, why wouldn't you go into opening a barbecue restaurant or why wouldn't you do some kind of catering? My first thought because of where I am is, well, seven months out of the year, the weather really blows, and three months out of the year, it's really good. And then there's like a two-month maybe sweet spot, maybe a little bit in the spring, maybe a little bit in the fall when the weather's just dynamite. But it's the longer, colder time that would really freak me out. As you are looking mm-hmm. at doing this through the year, are you looking at where you're setting up outside, but most of these people are just inside venues. It's a, it's a restaurant doing a pop-up or it's a, an inside food truck hall thing. How is that working out? Right now it's a lot of businesses because the, if you think about it, the cold actually kind of helps that because in the summertime, it's easy to hop in your car and with your friends and head, you know, four or five miles down the street and get some food. But in it's when it's cold, if you can just duck right outside, grab some food and run back in, that's really beneficial. So we're getting a ton of businesses lunches. That's kind of the mm. big thing right now. And also um, we're getting a lot of hotels calling saying if we could park our truck outside to, to do that. Because again, if you're in a hotel situation, you don't want to have to run, you know, out in the cold and get food when you can just run right outside and grab it. So we're in, there's certain ways and certain things that are actually getting more business, you know, that might go away or not be as good in the summertime. So we're, you know, I thought December would be slow, you know, work on the truck, work on some stuff, but it hasn't. We had one yesterday. We have one tomorrow. We have a huge one on Saturday. Um, just keeps trucking. I had to turn one down today and uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So what have you game planned for as you originally started to roll out that you've found that you've had to face and because you were ready to have a plan in action if it appeared you were able to resolve it pretty quickly well you know speaking of usana that's a huge concert venue um eighteen thousand people i think it's 20 20 000 people oh, wow. that go to these and during so covid happened so they're calling out for food trucks to come and help out because they can't staff so what we kind of did was step in and we're inside the venue itself and we kind of are offsetting that that labor shortage so that we people they have something to eat. So they're kind of diverting their way from theirs and kind of coming to us. We do pay them a percentage. So randomly we got an email from a guy who said he does that and he wants a barbecue place there. And we're saying, cool, let's do it. And I'm like, man, if this turns out to be something, this is gonna be huge. So we're all pumped. 
And so I have this old truck that I bought, you know, we were to do this to pull the truck and we had to actually drop the trailer off in USANA. So we had all that set up and I'm driving back to go to Cisco to get some food and my truck breaks down off the side of the road oh. and it won't start. And so we're waiting, we're doing that thing where do we want to like get the wife out? Cause she's helping me on the truck that night. I'm a couple blocks from where I need to get the food from and the truck's not starting. We wait, we wait, we wait 30 minutes in 40 minutes. in. I'm like, you know what? Let's just call this. So I call a tow truck. My wife comes and uh, goes, gets all the food. She comes and picks me up. We go to the venue and I, we're so badly wanting to impress these people and they're really anxious <clears throat> and we're already an hour late. Now the concert hasn't started yet. So we go and get food and we're sitting there. We're so nervous. We're getting everything ready and we go to open it. And my wife's like, where's the cash register? I'm like, Oh my God, it's a home. We left it at home. It's like a 30 minute drive. You had to bring your so own my wife goes, oh, our own cat. Well, we we're in our food truck. Oh, so we yeah, pull the food yeah, truck yeah, yeah. Yeah. itself. Yeah. So my wife hightails it back home. She's like doing crazy speed. She gets there. I tell her, I say, babe, uh, grab the cooler. The one that I showed you has the coleslaw and we need that too because we forgot coleslaw. Wow. Which is we put coleslaw and everything. So she races back. We get everything set up. We turn it on and there's an update for our uh, machine. So we have to wait and for that to update. Meanwhile, we're waiting. We're, we have about 10 minutes before open time and it's updating. I go to get the coleslaw out to make it. I open it. It's the ribs. She got the wrong cooler. <gasps> oh, no. So we call a nanny who we had just hired that week. And this is her first gig with us. And we tell her, hey, we need this coleslaw right now. <clears throat> so she throws my kids. We have no car seats. I have you know a, a four-year-old and a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. She throws them in her little Kia. They're holding this huge cooler, <laughs> trucking it to you, Sana. She gets there. We have to go out. They won't let us leave. She can't come in. The concert's about to start. Jonah's Brothers has this thing where you have to get COVID tested. Yeah. So my other cook can't get in because he can't find where to get tested at. Wow. So he hasn't even showed up yet. We're getting that. We drag it in. We finally get it. We open it up, and we have forgot the stuff to put the food in. <sighs> So we're about 40 minutes late now. The concert is going. People are running around. We're 40 minutes late. We're trying to get the biggest account we can think of, and we're blowing it, man. And I have to call this guy, Matt. I'm like, Matt, listen, dude, I know I know you hate my guts right now, but we have nothing to serve food in. So he brings over these huge donut boxes. I'm talking like if you get like a dozen donuts, he's like, I got these. That's all I got. So we're serving barbecue and donut boxes and our poor little nanny runs back, grabs the original, comes back and we finally get going. And it was just, you know, we had to keep on trucking and people ask me what it's like to be in a barbecue trailer or food truck. And I tell them that story because man, you learn lessons the hard way and it's the only way you learn them. There's never ever a time where you're just like, oh, you know, cool, right on. Okay. You that know, we did out. that. That's all right. <laughs> That was, that was a bump. No, man, it's epic every single time. And we went to a huge festival and my water decided to w stop working. And for the first time ever, the health department decided to show up that day. We've never had a health department inspection except for the day my water stopped working. Um, man, it just, I can go on and on and on, but mm -hmm. that we ended up getting the USANA account and uh, we've been doing USANA concerts ever since. And they want to have us back next year, even though they plan to be okay with staffing. So that worked out. It worked out great, so, but you know, it was just super crappy to have that happen. And it was like, I literally turned to my wife. I'm like, I'm going to cry right now. She goes, I am going to cry too. And I'm like, yeah, what are we doing, man? So was that, so yeah, that, that one that is the biggest the uh, toe stub so far. You know, and then doing the big tomato day festival, we have a big tomato days festival here and having the health department show up and our water not yep. working. Um, and having a friends there cause it was a barbecue competition and all my barbecue friends are coming over trying to help me out, you know, <laughs> and we're pleading with the guy and my friend Kurt, who's competing in the contest. He's like, I got this thing. Is he actually, no, I'm not joking, bro. He brought a sink, a portable sink to the competition, a, like stainless steel could go into a restaurant sink. I'm like, Kurt, what the hell are you bringing a sink for? So I'll bring it right over. <laughs> so we're able to stay open. And thank God my barbecue friends were there having a backyard competition or he would have shut me down that day. And it's just those things, man, I'm telling you, like my water will never break until the health department shows up. And it's those hard lessons you learn hard every single time. And it's the passion that gets you through because people ask me all the time, like, what does it take to be do this? I'm like, it's passion. If you don't have it, those stories I just told you are going to end your day yeah. and they're going to end your truck because you're not going to persevere through them.
and you're not going to have the passion to figure it out and you're not going to have the passion because we could look back on those days and my very first day was the most crazy three days of my whole life and now i have an event tomorrow and i'm like eh, show up at nine we'll roll over the commissary we'll throw everything on we're out and the first day was just chaos and yelling and stress and tears and mess ups and it's just you know it's just you have to persevere through it and if you don't have the passion you won't last this is the bottom line let's talk about financial success where you're at now so i i assume as you are getting ready to launch we had talked about the last time costing and, and making sure you're doing that right and accounting for every freaking thing because when you don't those are the things that wind up spooling up and biting you in the ass in the long run so as you look through, you know, those first 60, 90 days from expense output to bringing money back in, are you even, are you profitable? Are you more than profitable? Where are you at right now? And, and are you meeting your expectation in that regard? You know, they say if you don't, if you're, you know, if you're living every time you go to an event, if you have to pay as much money as you have in your bank account or you're, you know, you're stressing, you're not doing well. And we're not doing that. So that's success. A big shout out to Jared Swift, by the way. He's my boy. He's all this stuff I've been telling you. He's a human huge help. Um, he's the guy who's got me through all this. He's on here right now. So it's just listening. Want to give my brother a shout out. But um, I say that if I didn't. So the thing is, is that people tell you you're not going to be profitable for two years. And I didn't really understand why. Um, and I know now because every time for example my fridge just broke so i have to get a new fridge i have to do certain things i want to upgrade so i'm throwing money back into the business mm -hmm. i'm trying to upgrade the trailer i'm trying to make it better i'm trying to you know you do a lot of different things that you want to try with menus so you're you know trying that and you know different things so if i didn't have to do all that and that stuff was already just done and my trailer was where i needed it to be and i didn't have to go buy a new truck and all that stuff i would be actually doing really really well right now but you take that money you're able to throw it back into the business I don't pay myself yet. So that's kind of the rub, but I can see it being extremely profitable. We are taking it easy by design. And mm -hmm. so next year we're not, we're going to be, be balls to the wall. So I'm hoping to be very profitable in the next year. But right now I wouldn't say we're profitable, but we're not, you know, we have money. I ha I can, uh, things that come at me, I'm able to pay for, I'm able to take care of the things I need to take care of. I'm able to buy food and supplies for the next gig and all that. So I would say we're successful, um, not profitable. First quarter next year, what's the goal at this point? So we're looking to make $500,000 next year. So ne that quarter we're hoping, you know, right around one, uh, what was it? What's quarter of that? <laughs> 150,000, something like that every quarter. Um, and that's going to be pushing a lot of a lot of uh, events every day and staffing and things like that. And that's the challenging part right now. Uh, a lot of people don't work. I'm feeling that. And in the daytime, it's hard mm -hmm. to find people nighttime. It's not so hard. It's funny. It's this weird thing. If everyone wants to come work on your food truck, but they can't tell six, but I'm like, I have a lunch gig. So, so you have to hire someone to come do that. And so once we get that rolling and I'm someone I can rely on in the daytime to really help me out, we're going to really hit it hard. We're looking to do about 150,000 to 200,000 in the, I would say a hundred thousand, the first, mm. 150 in a second. He is knocking it out of the park right now. He is still above water. Even after those, the regaling of that incredible story in the concert venue, unbelievable. A lot of people in the instant chat are like, oh my goodness, this is the best story they've ever heard. And both a scary and, uh, of course, positive thing as, as we ended out here. So uh, anything you'd like to promote or a place you would like to send people to before I let you go tonight? Um, you know, just if you're in Utah, check us out, come out and hang out. We are, uh, really ramping up in December. Um, also, if you guys are listening to this, you know, Pitmaster podcast, check it out. Um, and that's about all the plugs I would have for here. Saltcitybbq.co is the website. If you want to check it out online, this is Rusty Monson. You also see him monthly in the embedded correspondence. Rusty, always appreciate the time. Great info. And we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, man. There see he is. You. Rusty Monson. Backing it up from last week, which I certainly appreciate. All right, uh, we are getting ready to talk. Okay, what happened? Let's try it again. There we go. We're getting ready to talk to David McDowell. I see he's in the green room, but the camera's not working. Hmm.
I'm sure he'll figure that out in the next two minutes and 45 seconds. I'll talk to you quickly about who? Green Mountain Grills. That's right. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. Two different lines to choose from. A choice line, a prime line. What's the difference? Well, if you're somebody like me who doesn't necessarily need all the gadgetry, the Wi-Fi connectivity, the app use, internal meat probes, things like this, you want to save a couple hundred bucks, no problem. Choice lines for you is the Daniel Boone. Big enough, not huge, but big enough to accommodate most families. You can cook a lot of food on that thing. Plus, pizza oven insert accessible, no doubt about it. Now, if you want to spend a couple extra hundred bucks, if you want more of a robust build on the chassis, peek in windows on the main cooking chamber and cooking hopper, two internal meat probes. This one has Wi-Fi. This one, you can work with an app if you want and do all sorts of cool stuff. Then the Prime. So you have a peak and a ledge to choose from. Those also accommodate the pizza oven insert. So if you like high heat pizza grilling, pizza parties, get the pizza oven insert. Choice or Prime line, you do get the pizza oven insert. And if you're looking for something portable, the Trek is the one you want to check out. Fits in the back of trucks and vans and SUVs. Goes all your football games, baseball games, basketball games, wherever you want to go and take a wood-fired pellet grill with you. The Trek is the one. GreenMountainGrills.com, only sold through dealers. Find one near you by visiting GreenMountainGrills.com and then go to the dealer, check them out, get educated by the one that's right for you, and away you go. You will have success right off the bat. GreenMountainGrills.com, the website also has a lot of other accessories to complete the Green Mountain Grill cooking experience. That's GreenMountainGrill.com, GreenMountainGrills.com. We are back with David McDowell right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over to smithfield.com and get tips and recipes from world champ pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply the finest pork money can buy. Trust choice of world champion pitmasters for use at competitions and at home. I use it all the time. Love it. Smithfield.com is the place to go, and they have signed on for next year already, believe it or not. How about that? Helping me close the show tonight, someone who might be able to help you close the gap on achieving your weight loss goals and overall health goals for 2020, by the way. He is a huge Live Fire fan and cook, and he is here to tell us all about how we don't have to give that part of our diet up in the process of getting right. So let's go ahead and race to the hotline and welcome first timer to the show, the owner of Do Wellness, David McDowell, joins me here on the show. Hey, David. Hey, Greg. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank you for joining me this evening. Very happy to have Wonderful. you. Wonderful. So before we get into oh, well, uh, all me, sorts of healthiness and how you're going to help anybody that's interested, make sure that they are on their health game for 2020, because as we all know, 2021 mm. rapidly coming to a close. A <laughs> uh, quick background on yourself, both personally, professionally, and then we can get into a little live fire talk and go into the health from there. Uh, sure. So I'm uh, I'm a civil engineer by trade. Uh, and Long story short, when I entered the, the workforce, I realized that uh, a lot of guys that work for a living uh, really could take care of their diet better. Um, I had a I had a little bit of, uh, like, like a lot of guys, I think I was active in sports as a kid and then I uh, continued in college and I just had a, an interest in health and fitness for a while there. And uh, I didn't really get a chance to taper off when I just determined that people need help uh, after college and I entered the workforce. So really what i want to do is help guys that you know are providing for their families uh lose the weight that they suddenly in most cases woke up with overnight because they've been focusing on other goals rather than taking care of their bodies 
Uh, David McDowell joining me here on the show. The website, by the way, if you want to take advantage of the Cyber Monday week sale, is David Leans, L-E-A-N-S, davidleans.com slash BBQ. And you can get hooked up with that special deal that will run through the week. So as you are working through all of this, uh, civil engine, what does a civil engineer do? You build dams and stuff like that? Uh, some of us do. Um, there's a civil engineering pertains to a lot of stuff. Uh, what I do specifically is called site development. And that's uh, typically taking one parcel of land and uh, turning it into a different use. So taking something that's maybe uh, a commercial space and turning it into something for, uh, you know, for people to live on or something like that. Where I live on the East Coast, it's very densely populated. So generally, if they're not using fresh ground, we're not installing new uh, utilities. So we're, we're untangling the mess of utilities underneath the ground, putting new ones in, and there's a whole bunch of crap that comes with it. So that's that's why that's why I have a job. Have you always been a live fire fan, or is that something that you picked up an affinity for later in life, like after you get out of college? Well, yeah, I, I picked that up after. I, I might have actually been in college, but I was living with my then girlfriend. Uh, we've since been married. Uh, should have been a, a tip, but we were leaving a tailgate of uh, a few years into our relationship. And if you excuse me, the first year that we had lived together, that's what it was. And we were leaving a tailgate and that we saw a sad abandoned Weber grill sitting out there. And I said, babe, we're taking that home. Um, and luckily she agreed. We threw it in the trunk. Uh, and I burned food for about a year on that thing. And, and she sucked it up and, and we, we made it through because I eventually learned a thing or two. And long story short, uh, now I've got the larger version of that same grill. I've got an offset smoker and I've got a flat top griddle and um, I grill every chance I get. <laughs> so this is a magical time of year. As I had mentioned in the open, we realize that perhaps we've been a little bit unhealthy, whether it's been through the course of the year or as you had mentioned, it seems like we get out of college and maybe we were active. I remember my senior year in college, I've, been a a fairly puny guy for most of my life like through high school i think i graduated high school at 155 pounds soaking wet could maybe do 135 pound once or twice before the shakes started hitting and then got into college and that last year i was like you know what i'm gonna pack it on me and my buddy we hit the gym six times a week cardio seven times a week was eating all the time. I went from 155 pounds to 195 pounds. I went from benching 135 to benching 285. It was great. And then I graduated, yeah. and then it all went downhill. A lot of the mass went away. A lot of yep. the strength went away. I mean, I never got fat, but I definitely right. woke up in that thing, like you said, and magically overnight, but it's over years, right? So whether it's yep. been a bad year or whether it has been a number of years that you've been stringing together, the end of the year is always like, we're going to take stock and maybe I got kids or a wife and I know I need to be more health conscious and I need to be more health responsible. But for the vast majority of us, the year turns, maybe you're into something, maybe it's a P90X or something. There's not really any accountability except to yourself and you've proven over the years you're not really accountable when you're going to be doing this and you fail and then you feel like <laughs> shit and then you don't do anything for nine months until we get to the end of that year that you're in and you're going to do it all over again. So how can we yeah. utilize the do wellness and the davidleans.com to our advantage? And why does somebody look at going, well, they might say, oh, 2,400 bucks or, or 2,600 bucks. That seems really steep. But I think when you look at it from a different perspective, which you can help us uh, kind of realize that return on investment it's something you really might want to check out and, and what do we get from it? yeah so all that was pretty much on on par with what a lot of guys experience um it sounded like you were doing you know your your heaviest hitting right around when it was most ideal for any young man to do so so <laughs> right. your your body is hyper responsive your body's like yes your testosterone give me the exercise give me the work give me all of it let me give you the 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 fruit of your labor and in what in your physique and in your uh, you know your general overall health um and you know 10 years will go by 15 years will go by and you'll you'll taper off you know like like you said and it's 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 I think the funny thing is, or maybe the, the, the point that we can point out there um, is that, you know, being 
terrible or being great doesn't mean you need to be that way all the time. It's being good or bad consistently over a long time. You know, so that's that's something we can point out there. And and when you have trouble being good consistently, the best thing you can do is have somebody hold you accountable. Uh, that's that's why you would hire somebody like me. I and mean, you don't even have to hire me. I instead I encourage all and you know I don't I don't just say this to men, but I feel that men are underrepresented in the space as far as health is concerned. Um, when you have somebody that you have told that you're you know going to be accountable towards, whether it's you know your spouse or or your your kids or your boss, when you tell somebody your goal, whether you're going to run a five k or you know, it doesn't even have to be health, whether you have a goal of, you know, becoming a better painter, whatever it is, you need to have somebody hold you accountable, whether, you know, and that's, especially for goals that you're struggling to achieve. So when, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the guys that are 35, 40, 45. You, you, I mean, honestly, I don't care if you're younger than me. It's if you struggled for any reason, what you can do First and foremost is find somebody that will hold you accountable and not pat you on the back and say, you know what, you'll get them next time, Tiger. It's, it's that's that's a, that's a, that's an epidemic. You, you can't you can't have that. People have been getting uh, you know, uh, you know participation trophies for too long. That's so when you when you hire yourself a coach again, it doesn't need to be me. You get that accountability, and a good coach like me will give you the feedback whenever you need it. Um, so there are going to be coaches out there. If you go looking, it's not hard to find people. They're going to charge you uh, $400, $450 a month. I see that for, you know, maybe one check in a month and one meal plan. That's very rigid. Um, when you work with me, you get as many as you want. Typically I'll start you off with one every other week, one meal plan every other week. <clears throat> and if you so choose, we can do an extra exercise regimen, but you know, when you when you hire me, I'm going to be on my phone, on my Zoom, on my WhatsApp, whatever, whatever you need, whatever is easiest for you to communicate. I'm there for you. Almost always a threat. The, the, the nature of my job is such that I'm, I'm usually at the computer. Um, I'm, I'm sometimes I'll be in a meeting. Most times ask any of my clients. I'm right there to answer your question. Most times I'll get a, a, a photograph of, of the menu at the restaurant and say, hey, David, what here can I eat? What should I eat? And I'll, I'll stick a screenshot circle, say, eat this one. We can talk about it later. Like it's, it's, it's that, it's that fluid. And that's the thing I want to drive home to whoever chooses me to help them lose weight. I'm there for you 24 seven. Effectively. You can call me in the middle of the night. I'm there for you. You paid me get your money's worth. I want you to succeed. My goal for, for you is to not have another year. I hope you're done with me. I hope I teach you the things that you need to learn so that you're, off my payroll. I don't want your money forever. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's, 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 it's important to me. And it, it's something that's, that's, you know, I, I, I realized it when I, like I said, I entered the workspace, a lot of hardworking men just forgot about how to take care of their bodies or just got, got into a bad groove and, um, you know, overcoming bad habits is, well, I, I don't tell you about that. That's that's hard. So <laughs> that's why you need to hire a coach like hey. me, like David McDowell. David McDowell joining me here on the show. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ if you want to take advantage of the Cyber Monday week sale that's going on this week. Now, for the folks that are just listening on podcasts, they can't see you. I mean, it would be a little weird to have David on the show and he's kind of fat as well and out of shape, but he's going to be the guy that motivates you. But yeah. if you go back and listen or uh, watch the replay, I mean, David's obviously very well put together. You can see those deltoids peeking out. I oh, mean, you're, you. you're pretty ripped up. So are, are guys for mostly sure. looking for, I want meal plans and recipes that what could I eat? Or are they looking for, I want to know how to work out so I can start to shred up a little bit or, you know, maybe in my case, try and put a little bit of mass on. What are you finding as you're talking mm -hmm. to these guys? I'm finding most frequently guys want to know first and foremost, they don't want, they want to both. They'll, they'll, I don't think there's a disparate disparity between wanting to know about diet versus wanting to know about working out, but the enthusiasm is always more about working out. And I, 
will tell everybody till I'm blue in the face. And I'm glad to have this opportunity to tell more people right now. You cannot outwork a shitty diet. You can't do it. I'm sorry. If you're eating bonbons and Cheerios and, and Oreos and getting McDoubles and slamming IPAs, you're, you're goddamn, it's just, I don't need to get into the example, but running a 5k every so often is not going to undo it. And, and like I said, being great is being good consistently being shitty is being bad consistently. So if you've got, you fall into this trap of thinking that you can out exercise out, you know, uh, uh, CrossFit or, or whatever it is you're doing to kick your own ass, kicking your ass own ass is great from a health perspective, if you're doing it safely, but the health benefits very rarely, unless you are Michael goddamn Phelps. And let me, let me tell you, you're not Michael goddamn Phelps. Yeah. You know, you're not going to outwork that shit diet. So guys are always wanting to know about how to work out, but I, I'm actually working on a course right now that I hope is going to be done by the end of March, uh, this coming year that, that has two courses, first of which is diet. Only then can you access the second course, which is about exercise. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to share information about both, but you know, if, if I, if I drive home one thing, it's, you got to get the diet straight. Everybody wants six pack abs. How attainable is six pack abs? And what are like the two or three main contributing factors to achieving six pack abs? And then how quickly can you lose? <laughs> uh, it's easy. I can tell you, you can lose a six pack in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to do. Um, gaining it, uh, depending upon how, how far you are from it. Uh, you know, the, the number one thing, like it starts with diet. That's kind of a broad, you know, expression, but, um, more filling foods, less, fi- more fibrous foods, more protein. Thank God we're on a barbecue show. That's what I tell my clients to eat. It's a hell of a lot of chicken and turkey, but believe me, there's steak. You need to eat steak. It's good for your soul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, I'm sorry. I've gotten off track there. Where were we going? Uh, we were talking about six pack abs. <laughs> yeah, of course. How could I forget? Uh, it's, it's really just diet, diet and, um, water retention. So it can come, it, that can come down to salt and how much salt you've had the past day, the past week. Uh, things like that. So a, a dry, a dryness can kind of come and then allow your muscles to pop more in the stomach area. But, um, you know, you got some, some kind of resistance work. If, if you're, if your abs aren't popping, it could be because of the way that your body's just put together. Mm. A lot of people will forever have a, a flat stomach when they're very fit and they will never have the, you know, the kind of rocky kind of, you know, I, I guess, you know, what pick what people think of when they think of a six pack. Uh, but you know, lots of people are put together lots of different ways and you can't guarantee that you're going to have the type of body when you're done, uh, from, um, from a, a, a very muscle insertion standpoint that you would expect. You'll look better. I promise you. It's worth discovering how good you'll look. This is what you need to do. You need to go to David leans, dot com right now and check it all out and then take advantage of the special deal that's going on for the barbecue folks so that's davidleans.com slash bbq and you can see that david is a good guy right here he's going to be available for you and i think these are the things that are separating as he had mentioned from a lot of the other personal coaches that are going to be out there that are you know interested in maybe trying to help you but they're also interested in patting the wallet uh, here david is looking to put together some plans for you specifically and then you have i mean this is like what we talk about with mental health. This is great, but you want to focus on yourself. Yes. And then if you start to lean left or right, you need somebody to talk to, to make sure that you're back on the straight and narrow and that you're achieving your goals. And this is really what you're paying for is the access. And if you don't have access when you need it the most, then what good is it? Then it's not good at all. So this is from what I've come to find out is, is one of the major differences and what David is offering versus everybody else. Uh, David, anything else you would like to talk about here before I let you go tonight? Um, just that if 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 you feel like you've tried before, it's worth trying again. Hire a professional. You get what you paid for. Mm-hmm. 
somebody like me doesn't have to be me. And if you don't do that, at least go to Amazon and download my book. It's called Follow the Rules. It's $9.99. If you send me a message or Greg a message, I can get it to you for free. It's called Follow the Rules. Um, I'll give you the full the full title. A guide to fat loss without changing the menu. I go over five rules in the book. And it's a very short book, fewer than 60 pages. Five things that you can change about the way that you eat that will allow you to lose weight without changing what you're eating. So give that some thought. And I, uh, I look forward to getting the chance to talk to you again, Greg. David, appreciate the time. Appreciate the sponsorship of the show. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Take care, Greg. Thank you. There he is. David McDowell, do wellness again, davidleans.com slash BBQ is the website to go to and check out the deal that you're getting. Again, this is why you're paying, right? You want somebody to hold you accountable. And then when the chips are down, you need somebody that's going to be available to help you get through it, to help you get back on the right track. This is what's separating David from everybody else out there right now. We thank him for being on the show tonight as a guest and for being the newest sponsor to the show. Once again, the website, David Leans, L-E-A-N-S. It's also in the newsletter, davidleans.com slash BBQ. And take advantage of that deal. Also, give him a follow on Instagram at Earl's, E-A-R-L-S, at Earl's Cookout. And he's a live fire brother. Come on. This guy's eating grilled food all the time, he says. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers before we run out of here tonight. The one-stop online shop for all things barbecue, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies. will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has become pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. They have the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard. 13 Perfectly balanced flavors, if you're counting. Also, owners of Granny's Barbecue Sauce. Looking for a new go-to barbecue sauce that will please everybody? Why not try Granny's? And they're selling cookers, of course. Mac two-star general pellet cookers, because they are the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages on the internet. Not a fan of pellet smokers? Try the old Hickory Ace BP. Big Papa's keeps one on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call them and ask questions, 877-828-0727, or shop the website, bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A, smokers.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And this portion being brought to you by Vortic Watch Company, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wrist watches, just like this one. Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America in order to do that. They combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique quality functional timepieces with exceptional value. And here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique and one-of-a-kind. Vortic found another motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more info. All right, let's go ahead and make tracks out of here. All the way back in the first hour, we had a dope segment with Leanne Whippin. Pigpowder.com is her website right now. They're working on LeanneWhippinBBQ.com. That should be up here by the end of the year or turn of the beginning of the year. Second hour, Rusty Monson recapping us or updating us, I should say, on his food trailer and the pitfalls he has run into since being opened and the successes that he has had as well. And we'll talk to him again in about three months from now to get the latest update. I thank him for backing up his last interview with the Abetted Correspondents last week. Also... We close it out with David McDowell looking to bring health to you next year in 2022. Hire him as your fitness coach for next year. Special pricing and deal for the Centralites. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Take advantage of that special offer. If you're looking to make a change in 2022, he will do it. Big show planned for you next week. Malcolm Reed is in. 
saying the cooking guy is in plus more. So how do I leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. Dion Blumenrader with Big Hoss One Sauce, and you're listening to the best show on all things barbecue with my man, Greg Rempe.